0: good morning and welcome to the Marcus today pre-market podcast my name is Henry Jennings it is Monday the 22nd of May and back on deck as usual sorry for the brief interruption to normal service but we are back with the daily podcast all right well let's get straight into it after we have warned of course that it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this podcast all right well friday night in the u.s a little bit sloppy heading into the weekend and of course those all important debt ceiling negotiations we have the dow jones falling 109 points or 0.33 percent 33,427, we had a high of 117 points up and a low of 199 points down. The Nasdaq, 0.24% down, 31 points, 12,658. And the S&P 500, just for a change, uh, was down 0.14%, 6 points, 4192. And the VIX volatility index just hovering below 17, 16.7. ASX 200, SPY Futures closing on Saturday morning, down 11 points or 0.15%. So just a little bit of a drifty kind of day, I suspect, in store for us today. European market, slightly better stock, 600 up 0.7. FTSE up 0.2. Germany up 0.7. And France up 0.6 of a percent. Looking at US stocks overseas, Apple up 0.1. Meta down half a percent Google and Microsoft pretty much unchanged. Amazon down 1.6%. Tesla at 1.8%. Netflix down 1.6%. US banks eased. JP Morgan 0.23%. They do have an investor day uh, coming up. Uh, They have an investor day on Monday. So all eyes on that one. Citigroup down 1.5%. Goldman down 1%. Bank of America down 1.3%. Wells Fargo down 0.5%. The regional banking index down 1.8%. UBS in Europe up 3.7%. Barclays up 09 and Deutsche up 02 Looking across at bond yields in the US, 10-year bonds, 3.68% up 3.4 basis points. The US two years, 4279 up one basis point. And the Aussie 10, 3.625%. Three and a half basis points better. Bitcoin. Down again 26,658. We had the Aussie dollar slightly higher at 6650 and the US dollar index under a little bit of pressure down 0.4 of a percent. Looking at commodities overseas, Brent Crude uh, was down 0.2 of a percent on Friday, WTI down 0.35, gold up around 0.9 of a percent, $17.50, back up to 1976, platinum was up 1.3% $13.74 up at uh, 1063 copper up 1.1% nickel up 2.1% aluminum down 0.2 zinc up 1% lead up 1.8 ton up 1.6% iron ore down slightly uh, on the trade last Friday we had uh, the iron ore down 0. 0.2 Daniel or futures down half percent coal looking better though, and lithium unchanged. In mining stocks overseas, we had BHP up 007 the James Bond up 0.07%, Rio up 0.48%, so nothing very exciting there. Freeport, McMurran up 0.1%, Alcoa down one9 Tech down 0.6%, Anglo up 09 Glencore down 0.1%. Vale 1.6, Mile 2.8% down. So nothing very exceptional in overseas trade in those commodity stocks. So uh, for the week, uh, we did see the, uh, the Dow adding 0.38%, so nothing very exciting there. But the NASDAQ was up just over 3% and the S&P 500 up 1.7%. On Friday, Jerome Powell said that stresses in the banking sector could mean our policy rate may not need to rise as much as we would have otherwise to achieve our goals. On balance, he said, inflation is still too high and pledged the Fed would stay steadfast in its goal to reduce prices. We do have, as I say, that uh, J.P. Morgan Chase's Investor Day on Monday. And Monday, too, President Biden and the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy will meet in person at the White House to resume negotiations around the debt ceiling. Janet Yellen said over the weekend that hard choices will need to be made about which bills will go unpaid if the debt ceiling is not raised. We do get a little bit of US economic data out this week. Second reading for the first quarter GDP on Thursday. Personal consumption expenditure inflation gauge on Friday. And we do get the Federal Reserve minute meeting, uh, meeting minutes on Wednesday, uh, which could shed a little bit more light on how The Fed is thinking about the possibility of further rate hikes. Locally, there's a bunch of uh, domestic and uh, slightly uh, Asian-focused PMIs for April coming from the US, Europe, Japan and Australia on Tuesday. And uh, we will also see retail sales for April uh, on Friday, confirming that higher interest rates and cost of living pressures are continuing to impact household spending in other news today the buy now pay later sector looks like it's going to be regulated under credit laws and companies in the sector will have to determine that products are suitable for users under under responsible lending obligations that's the news coming out today Stephen Jones uh, the finance financial services minister will give that speech on Monday outlying those obligations. So it looks like the government has chosen the middle option, placing the sector in the Credit Act and applying the tailored version of responsible lending obligations. BNPL players will also be required to hold an Australian credit licence. And AFT Pharmaceuticals has declared a maiden dividend after announcing record revenue for the year to March the 31st. Company declared a main dividend of 1.1 New Zealand sh- cents a share. Silver Lake still pursuing uh, St Barbara and those Leonora assets. Uh, investors in St Barbara say so it's too soon to say whether the Silver Lake revised cash and script offer is uh, will convince the gold producer to enter formal negotiations. We'll see what happens with the share price today, uh, but certainly that is still. A bit of a battle going on, although the board of uh, St. Barbara still favour the Genesis Minerals deal. So um, we shall see how that one plays out. In other news, the InfoTrill FY23 net profit has dropped 28%. Net profit after tax $891.7 million New Zealand dollars which is down 28% on the prior year. Declared a final dividend of 12.5 New Zealand cents a share. In the AFR today, some talk about another bid uh, for Big Tin Can, BTH being the stock code, a stock we hold in the small cap portfolio. Uh, they were bid for previously. The board were very quiet about the previous bid, Seem to be quite quiet about this one, but there certainly is more corporate action rumbling around in the background of Big Tin Can at the moment. And in News Just, In, uh, Potentia Capital has withdrawn the acquisition bid for Tyro payments. Uh, Change of control proposals have now ceased. So it looks like all bets are off with Tyro at the moment. Question of the day today, should boards be required to ensure that shareholders are fully informed about any bid approaches made to the board, no matter how ridiculous or how stupid or how low the board consider that bid to be certainly something we saw in big tin can so should it be compulsory for boards to put all approaches to shareholders and let them decide well that's it for me today thanks very much for listening have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you